Hello, this is Sydney and Shanae, and we are Good Girls Behaving Badly. Thank you for listening to our very first podcast. Um, We've had some technical difficulties, (laughs) but I have a really good feeling about this one. Yes, this is it. So welcome to our show. Yes. Um, And so just a little background on me and Shanae. We're best friends from seventh grade. Yes, I know that's like sickening but it's the truth we're just been there for each other all our lives basically and we had a radio show in undergrad which i don't even know how to get to the recordings of that anymore unfortunately we do not remember the passwords but we'll keep trying um and so we had a show for like three years in undergrad but then we graduated i moved out of state and now that I'm back home, we decided that we want to start a podcast and we have a blog. And so this is how we've gotten here. And so we feel like now that we're kind of older, we have more, even more experiences than we had in undergrad when we had our show. We'll have even more to talk about opinions on topics that we agree with and opinions on topics that we may disagree with. Um, so that'll just make it even more fun. <laughs> So, um, we'll start with our current events for the week, and Shanae will cover those. So, I'm going to start with the Olympics. We're going to do the good and the bad. We're going to start with the good. We want to shout out to, like, the Black Girl Magic at the Olympics. This has been, I think, like, the most African-American females who have won. Gotta be. Gold and silver. It's some and kind of record. It, it's it's beautiful to see mm-hmm. blackness all across different countries. So we give a shout out to the Simones and Andrea Lawful Sanders. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking up some other ones. Forgive me, y'all. Next year is going to be a bunch of babies named Simone. Like- Absolutely. <laughs> Michelle Carter. Uh, so... Jacqueline Will. So those are just a few. Mm-hmm. So we just want to give a shout out to them. Keep being beautiful. Keep spreading your magic. And then we want to talk about the bad side of the Olympics. So this child. <laughs> Not I, even a child. He's too grown. I, I, I love swimming. Those are one of my favorite events to watch. We all heard about Ryan and the other U.S. swimmers. Crazy. Lying about being robbed at gunpoint. Mm. Um, they got caught. Ryan fled. The mm-hmm. other two, they got the other two at the airport, mm-hmm. brought him back. Um, and they'll be charged. I think they all have to pay $11,000 and the Olympics committee is actually deciding to look for further punishment. Right. The biggest, I can't say I was surprised, but I was like, really guys, was the fact that they were referencing these grown men as children. Right. They like kids. boys will be boys. They're just playing around. I'm like, they're like 30 years old. You know right from wrong. And to be honest, y'all ain't see all them cameras. Like I saw the news <laughs> footage of, you know, when they went to that gas station. Right. That place was covered with cameras. So I'm thinking you didn't think they was not going to pull up the footage to see if you were actually robbed or not. Right. Like you thought they was just going to take your word and that was it. And it's an embarrassment to the country, obviously. And it's just furthermore proves the fact that white privilege is alive and well. I was about to say something about that because I think what even made me more upset was like when Gabby Douglas didn't put her hand over her heart. And she's not the, the only current U.S., you know, Olympic Athlete, athlete who hasn't done that by right. the way. But everyone spotlighted her and said she wasn't patriotic and blah blah. 
Meanwhile, you can actually say that she is a child because, I mean, she's not a teenager anymore, but she's a young adult. Ryan is 31 years old. He is two, or is he 29? I thought he was 32. 32. Even worse. Like, he's too old. And y'all just give him a pass because it's like, oh, he's 32. It's like, okay, so a 32-year-old white man could say that he was held at gunpoint, blah, 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 blah. But a 20-year-old black girl doesn't put her hand over her heart for the national anthem and there's hysteria. Like, seriously. Like, I didn't want to play the race card, but it's just, it's there. It's obvious. Like, why, what, I don't understand why y'all just giving him a pass. And, like, I even saw one video, like, the, the newscaster kept saying, he just embellished a little. No, he did not embellish a little. He lied. He lied. No one held him at gunpoint. He wasn't even robbed. Y'all were drunk, banging around, and you didn't want to get caught in that. So you mm-hmm. just straight up lied. And to be honest, because I believe, you know, they did do damage to the bathroom. Right. I believe they paid the people and left. Mm-hmm. You kind of would have been okay if you would have kept it that way. If yep. the police came to you, you could have said, we made a mistake, we caused some damage, we paid the man, yep. and we left the scene. Yep. I mean, I just think that would have blown over a little better. Because now it's like, I don't know, it's just a terrible reputation at this point. Right. And so now um, some of them may even be banned from future events. So it's like, now you done messed up your income. Like, I'm so glad Michael wasn't there because he done had enough trouble. And I know, I know he was glad he wasn't with them because he was like, whoo, got to pass on this one. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and just like you said, they will lose millions in sponsorship. Oh, deals. yes. So yeah. um, I hope they save some of that money. And invested because because mm. they don't the like new checks ain't gonna be coming in right because honestly like so gold medalists they get from the U S because it's different for every country the gold medalists from the U S they get twenty five thousand for each gold medal twenty five thousand while that's a nice little check it's not really comparable to the amount of time that they've put into the Olympics I mean they've practiced for four years and you get twenty five thousand dollars. For one award. So really the money comes from the sponsorships and all the ads and campaigns that they do leading up to and after the um, Olympics. So he, they really just shot themselves in the foot. They'll get their little check for their medal. But now it's like all that money and sponsorship that you may have gotten after. It's all going to go to Michael now. <laughs> like more money in his pocket probably. Or to just other athletes. I mean right. why the Olympics is while the Olympics has been on, I've seen so many commercials with yeah. Simone. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. Mm-hmm. With Gabby. <laughs> um, there's this funny one, a Reese's commercial with um, an athlete from the Winter Olympics. That's mm-hmm. real cute, y'all. So <laughs> this is this is really how they make their money. Yeah. So all I have to say is, don't lie. <laughs> right. That's my message. And if you mess up, the best thing to do is to just admit to it right away like why try to be deceptive why lie why do all this extra stuff and you're causing more harm you're adding on to the wrong that you already did and for the very like end of it they are not kids like i'm just tired of people calling them kids <laughs> point my period so that's the olympic updates um want to get into what well, we want to congratulate kevin hart and Nico. they were married i feel um, like they was engaged forever I think so. And you know something like, <laughs> no shade. What does Aniko do? She, 
Okay, it's it's one of the two. She was either a stylist or interior decorator. I know it's bad, like they're not really the same, but she was one of those two when they met. And did she stop working? I'm sure. Once <laughs> I'm sure. Because she goes everywhere with him. Like, there's no way that she's still working. You know. It's not possible. Be happy, live your life. That wouldn't work for me. <laughs> I wouldn't want to just. But hey, girl, do your thing. You got more money I'm going to look do. up what she does, y'all. Because I can't remember Well, last time I looked up, it said inspiring actress and model. I ain't um, even mentioned those styles um, or interior decorated. That's why I was like, oh, okay, well maybe that's new. Maybe I ain't know that. But the wedding was beautiful. I didn't care for her. The wedding reception dress, the wedding dress, but the mm. reception dress was real cute. Right. Also want to congratulate Ray J and Princess. Yes. They were married. I really liked her dress. Yes. And I need to give a little bit of props to her because like, she was never, I never felt like she was overweight. But, like, she put in some work because she got skin. Well, not skinny, skinny, but she, she lost, lost a lot. She's a vegan now. Yeah, I saw and that. And she stopped drinking. So, right. healthy life. That's what that do for you. Right. And then that brings it to Love and Hip Hop LA is back. That is my favorite version of Love and Hip Hop. Um, new episode tomorrow. All I'm going to say is this. Safari is going to blow my life. <laughs> he is extra. Like, when I watched that after show... I was like, you're going to annoy me all season two, VH1. Get rid of the after shows. Because no one cares. No one cares. We want to see all this at the reunion. The other person who probably annoys me is Brandy. Mm. She yells a lot. Yeah. And she does a lot. She's just extra. And I just want her to settle down. <laughs> pipe, pipe it down. Okay. <laughs> okay, so my last bit. If you haven't seen Countess Vaughn's, a.k.a. Kim Parker's... I just watched it, y'all. Music, <laughs> music video, please Google it right now and watch it. She has been ripped to shreds from every blogger, everybody. And with Reesgun. And... I, Thank you. And I was going to say, the video is not good. The track doesn't sound good. Clearly, she was working with a very, very small budget. Her friend. Um, Lisa Wu, her best co-star on Hollywood, uh, Divas of Hollywood, Mm -hmm. is the one who directed it. Mm. She spoke out to say that it wasn't her fault. It was a small budget. You know, the track wasn't mastered. She was better off saying nothing. Because it's like, you still put your name on it. And I've seen low-budget stuff. That was way better than that. So let's just all pray for Countess and her circle. Because I feel like they're not right for letting her put that out And then, so this is is my question. And not to say that Countess hasn't been doing anything all these years. Because I'm sure she's, like, been doing things and just behind the scenes. Mm, But... Okay. (laughs) I mean, she also struggles with lupus. But just... I'm just trying to figure out whoever recorded the song with her, like... You didn't communicate with her that she sounded a mess, like, <laughs> or like, put some auto tune on it, make Something. her sound better. Because I mean, I think with her being sick, that has effect, uh, affected her singing voice. So mm-hmm. it's like, so I feel bad because she used to have a great voice, right? But come on, producer man, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like the producer, her manager, somebody. Should have been like, oh, maybe we need to do some speech, I mean, some voice lessons, something. Like, I just, I never understood how people just let their clients just put bad stuff out there. That's what I'm saying. The circle, her circle can't be that great. Because if I, if I heard it and squares out your circle, I would be like, Countess, no, you need to redo that or her makeup, her outfit. Like, I'm just saying, 
If I was her friend, I'd be like, girl, no. Like, it was just, it was so many points that were missed. It was the the song, the lyrics, her makeup, (laughs) camera angles, her clothing, the addresses were clearly found on Craigslist. Um, (laughs) It was just so many levels of what that how many people approved this and how many people said yes to this? Because all right. of them, I have to question. Because one of y'all should have spoke up at some point in the line. Because like Sinead said, your name is on this. Your name is on those credits. So why would you want your name on something that looks like this? I don't get it. Mm-mm. Everything, Every opportunity is not worth it. So if you haven't seen it, just watch it. You see what we're talking about. Let us know if you agree or disagree. And that's kind of like our media stories for the week. So... Every show, we're going to have a would you rather question. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they'll be sexual. Sometimes they're not. We're adults. Get over it. <laughs> so today's question, would you rather question is, would you rather have sex with someone who never showers or someone Ooh. who never brushes their teeth? Sydney? Oh, God. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to, hmm. Okay. So the I never, know my answer. I feel like I know my answer too, but I just want to talk through it. So my answer is the brushing of the teeth. Really? And this is why. Wait. You gonna have sex with someone who never brushes their teeth? Yes. Okay. And this is why. Because... I would agree. I've just read it again. There are positions in which you don't necessarily have to have their breath in your face. Honestly, there are... A a plug of positions and places where moms don't need to touch. Right. We don't. And so, it's just like... That's not... uh, The not, not showering is not a risk that I'm willing to deal with. Basically, that's not an option. <laughs> like, because that's more surface area that's going to be touching me, whereas not brushing your teeth, you can just keep your mouth shut. <laughs> and we don't have to have our faces close to one another. And boom, that can be handled. So I would definitely rather with someone that hasn't brushed their teeth. Because, I mean, when you think about it, I'm sure people do that all the time with their mates. Like, you wake up and get some morning sex. You might wait, not have wait, brushed wait, your wait, teeth. But this is never brushes their teeth. So this isn't. Oh yeah, never. This isn't yeah. twenty four hours of funk. This is like <laughs> they've never brushed their teeth. Well, yeah. Which, by the way, I would rather that than someone who never showers. Cause like never showering. I'm not having no dirty. They Johnson. gotta have something. No dirty Johnson is entering me. Mm-mm. Just like you said, that's not holy. You could put a little mask on your face. <laughs> A ball gag if you're into that. Oh, Lord. I'm not, but if you are, there's no shame in that. And you can still do what you need to do. Right. So that was our would you rather question. So we'll have one every time we do a podcast. Okay. And so now we're just gonna roll on into the topic. So our topic of today kind of feeds into one of our latest blog posts, and it's about moving in before marriage and a lot of different people have different opinions on it from religious views, from societal um, pressures and things of that nature. So I just wanted to discuss, when do you think it's too soon to move in? Do you think people should move in before marriage at all? Like, what are your opinions on um, that topic? So I go first? Yeah. So I'm more traditional about it, and it does involve religion. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I'm a Christian, so of course, growing up as a Christian, you know, living with a mate before marriage is sin. You know, the phrase, living in sin. Now, even though I 
you know, the world has moved. Mm, I'm trying to get my words out, y'all. Excuse me. <laughs> We're a lot more modern these days. Mm-hmm. I still don't want to live with my mate before marriage. Mm. And it's halfway my religion. Love you, Lord. And it's also halfway of you don't get to have what I feel are wife privileges and I'm not your wife. Mm. So I'm not going to be living with you, cooking you, hopping on it when you want me to, doing your laundry, doing all these things, and I'm not your wife. I I just don't want to do that. I personally have seen people get into situations like this and then the guy never wants to marry them and they're like, they feel like they're stuck because they Mm -hmm. really love them. They have this life with them, but he has proposed. And I've also seen females who are like obsessed with it, Mm. trying to figure out why hasn't he proposed? Why hasn't he proposed? Like just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And I just don't want to be in that situation. Now, I am willing to move in with my mate before marriage if we are engaged Mm -hmm. and a down payment has been put on the hall (laughs) and a date has been claimed for us. Mm. Then it's like, okay, it's six months before the wedding. Let's start that process. I I, I understand. But that's the only circumstance I will be living with a mate before as of now. And it's funny that you said that just to kind of sidetrack for a second. My friend that's in law school, she was dealing with a case where the ex-fiance, she gets to sue her fiance because they were planning for the wedding and she had bought all this stuff and then he called the wedding off. And so she can sue him for all of that. And so like she kept all the receipts and I was like, hmm, that's kind of smart. But um, yeah, so save your receipts. But back to the topic, I think it's funny because like my opinion used to be completely opposite from what it is now. Because my parents, they did live together before um, they were married, only because both of their leases were up. So I think it was like two months before the wedding or something like that, they went ahead and moved into the house because their lease was up. So it was like, what's the point? And so they moved in together a little bit before the wedding. And they were always like, they always told me like, don't do it. Save that for after because you get to experience some things that you want to experience within the marriage, like getting to know one another on a more intimate level making routines with one another and all of those things and my parents were just like once they got married of course you know the wedding was beautiful honeymoon everything but once they got back home it was no different than what it had been prior to the wedding and so they were just always told me not to do it but you know once we get older I we kind of form our own opinions and now I feel like it's not a big deal and this is my reason because some relationships they be over each other's house every night anyways and so to me it's just like why not just move in together and, you know, you could save up money, you could split the bills. I just feel like it's a lot of positives that can come from it of learning from one another. But I also understand wanting to save those things for marriage. And so that's what gets me to where it's like, okay, well, what's your reason for wanting to move in before marriage? Um, because I'm kind of indifferent on it because I can see both sides of it. And so now it's like, well, what's your reason? Because I've heard some people say... Well, if we move in together now, everybody knows that this is my man. I'm like, well, that's, you don't, that, that's foolish to me because it's like, why do you have to move in together for everybody to know that that's your man? Like, that's a reason not to move in. <laughs> right. Exactly. Clearly, y'all have issues. Right. And you're super insecure. Right. So that's kind of like, a red flag about the whole relationship. Right. And then, like, I've heard people be like, oh, well, if we live together, I know that he's coming home to me every night. 
Okay, but he not coming home to you during lunch. He might go on business trips. Like, he he still has opportunities where he could be cheating on you. Like, I don't ever want you to think well, that living together is going to stop him from cheating. People do what they want. Right. This is a future blog uh, podcast coming about cheating, by the way. Market <laughs> calendars. People who want to cheat will cheat. They right. will find a way to do it. Yep. So living with a person doesn't mean anything. Right. If he or she wants to, they will. Right. And so it's just like, I want, I think people should always be mindful of why they're doing the things that you're doing. Cause it's like, if you're doing it out of insecurity in your relationship, then I don't feel like you need to move in because it's like you have issues and that's just gonna. Honestly, that's what's going to make y'all living together worse than what it may have been if you were securing your relationship. Because you already have issues and now living together is just going to shoot those <laughs> issues. Bless you. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> it's going to shoot those issues even further and like you're going to break up sooner than you may have. Like Because you already had issues and you didn't make sure that your foundation was strong. What? You know, I, I'm I'm really traditional, so I'm just like no period. Mm-hmm. But I see what you're saying, and I agree. Um, I will also bring up the financial thing. Mm-hmm. Don't live with a person because you got two nickels and you can't afford. Well, nothing, yeah, no. And she got two nickels, Mm-mm. and so together, you Y'all know, got four nickels. No, no, don't do that. Don't <laughs> yeah. move in with someone. That's my other one. Don't move in with someone for financial reasons because, mm-hmm. like, you can't afford something like. That's just a whole level of, I feel like, problems that will start in a relationship. Because, well, I mean, yeah. one of the biggest reasons for divorces is because of financial reasons. Right. So, if you poor and he poor and y'all like, oh, let's just move in. We can save money. No. Because then that's pressures in a relationship. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. Because I know I, Get your I some own. people have, I know have moved in together because they wanted to save and then they realize the mate is like, oh, well, I got this extra money. I'm going to start splurging. So I see it from that perspective as well. It's like, if you're going to move in for financial reasons, then like, it's going to, you have to put like stricter rules on yourself about what you're spending. And now you might feel like, well, they trying to control my money, but it's not even, that's what y'all agreed upon when y'all moved in. So I, I, I can see where you're coming from with that, where it could put like a little extra strain on the relationship but another reason why i'm kind of indifferent on it is because everybody doesn't want to get married some people are fine with just being in a relationship and not necessarily getting married and so i feel like in that case do you like some people do believe in common law marriages (laughs) if y'all can see my face (laughs) i'm gonna say this about the common law marriage don't call it that. Because if you don't want to be married, don't sit up here and say you prefer a common law marriage. Well, is it, is, it's common, is it called common law marriage? It's common law something. I think that's what it's okay. called, but I think that's a joke. So whoever says, I want a common law marriage. Well, no. Of, I, I, people don't, I don't think anyone says it like that. But oh, what okay, I'm saying well, is, is that people are okay with, like, everyone's end goal isn't marriage. Right. And so... I I feel like it's not okay to tell say well oh y'all don't need to be living together if your end goal is in marriage because then go ahead and live together do what you want because that may not be your goal you may not ever want to get married there are people right. that don't want to get married right. but do still want to mate right so I mean why not go ahead and live together I'm while I do believe some people don't want to get married I believe a lot more people want to than what they say I just mm-hmm. do. I think sometimes 
especially as women, we excuse things and be like, oh, it doesn't matter when secretly it does. Like, I know females who, if that man asks them would they marry them, they'd be like, hell yeah. And if you would ask them six months ago, no, that's not really my thing right now. It's like you want it. You just don't want to say anything to him or you don't want to discuss that with him for maybe fear that he doesn't want to marry you or he may not give you the answer that you're looking for. I just feel like if truly you don't want to get married, which I really would love to talk to someone who really does not want to get married because I'm just curious why. Mm. Um, yeah, I just think. Yeah, because like, I have yourself, friends that like do not want to get married. Like, did they her, say why? They just like that's just not their goal. Like her boyfriend has proposed to her three times. They live together. So what is her goal? She doesn't want to be married. She just wants to, you know, be with him, but not be married. She's fine with them being separate entities, but still cohabitating, still having children together eventually. But they don't necessarily need to get married. I just don't understand that. But I'm more traditional. And to be honest, I never will. So (laughs) we'll be just going back and forth all day. And so, yeah, to kind of wrap it up, I'm really indifferent on whether or not people should live together before marriage or not. I just really think it depends on the reason why. Because if your reason is out of insecurity or not having a strong foundation in a relationship, it can really send more turmoil into the relationship than you came into the house with. Mm, I'm standing firm with no. <laughs> um, and I'm just going to stand there firmly. But the other thing I'm going to say is this. When it comes to living with someone... Because we didn't really talk about, like, time-wise. Oh, how soon? Because we said reasons why you should and why you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. But then it's a time. I I guess some people meet each other. I mean, you could say Chloe and Lamar. They mm-hmm. knew each other for 30 days before yeah. they got married. Now, granted, their marriage did not work out. I will say that their situation is slightly different because he had addiction issues Mm-hmm. And she, there's nothing she could have done. But there are situations where people know each other for a small amount of time. They get married or live together and it works out just fine. And mm-hmm. then there's people who have been together for three years moving and six months later they didn't broke up. Mm-hmm. So, unfortunately, there's no... Time. Every situation is different. Yeah. But I do feel like... You need to really trust the person, mm-hmm. love the person, and want to see a future with them. Mm-hmm. Um, because people get crazy around here. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. I, and that's why I kind of... The time thing is hard because it's different for everybody. So it's like, while I think maybe 30 days is too soon to move in together, um, I can't necessarily say either that after a year that that's too soon either and you know what else for some people that's not too soon but you know what else it is it's age that yes because Mm -hmm. yep maybe a 45 year old who maybe has been married before Mm -hmm. maybe not decides to move in with his lady after a year i feel like that's different you've lived more life and you're kind of like I will hope you're settled and you know who you are at that age. Mm-hmm. I think I'm more against moving in when you're young. When you're younger, because I just feel like I've changed so much even with it, within the last year, and I can't imagine doing that living with someone else who could be around my same age, going through the same changes. I feel like this, like your early twenties. Hopefully, you get it together by your late. <laughs> it's a lot of changes. You change your wants and needs change. I mm-hmm. feel like. 
things that I've wanted, I don't want anymore and things. Like just the fact that I realized how traditional I am. I really thought I was like so modern. I'm not really. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize that until maybe the last year or so. So if you have to think, if I was making a decision like that, and then my wants and my lifestyle wants and needs changes, that could screw up the whole living situation and the relationship. So I think that's why I'm more against it mm-hmm. during this age. Also, just because Jesus said, be married, but I told y'all, yeah. But see, even with the changes thing, it's like you can go through changes and just be open and honest about your needs and your wants. And I feel like it can still work out as long as... There is open communication at all times, but that's important in any relationship, whether you're living together or not. And so I feel like even if two people are going through changes, being open and honest about your needs and your wants, and if those are changing and if your lifestyle is changing, making sure that your mate knows that because you live together, I feel like would still make it fine and you would, wouldn't get into that many arguments and you would be quite all right. I do also agree with you on the later in life thing. It's probably easier because... You, you kind of know who you are. Right. You have your habits right. and your schedule. And I also think that a lot of people, they also later in life don't really care about marriage that much because they may have been married before or they just don't care about it. That They don't want to be married anymore at that point. I've seen people get married quicker when they're older. Well, yes, that too. But I've also seen people that just, they live with their man because they don't think it's important to get married at that point. Mm. I'm still gonna. I'm a pioneer. <laughs> I want to see in the Bible where it say Jesus said, "Don't live together before marriage," though, because I've never seen it. That is a sin, ain't it? I've never seen it. Sex before marriage, I've seen, but not living together. I've never seen that one. Well, folks, I'm gonna have to do some research because I thought that was that was in and there. See, and yeah, I I feel like. It may be something that you know Christians believe to be okay. Well, a here's sin. my thing. You in the house with your mate, you're not gonna have sex. But people could be having sex when they're not living together. So what's the difference? Don't you want to get if you're getting into religion? Don't don't have sex before marriage. I mean, here's here's the thing because now we're going into religion a little <laughs> bit. But that's where the conversation is. Leading yeah, because that was kind of in part of the blog too. The thing about religion is, as a younger person, I feel like well, at any age is hard. But as a young person, I think it's especially hard. Mm-hmm. And what I see from a lot of young particularly Christians, we take parts of religion when we want it. And that's not how it's supposed to be. We're supposed to be putting in effort in all categories. Do you know what I'm saying? Now, does he forgive you for mistakes? Will he forgive you for having sex with Jaquan? Sure. But a part of repenting is putting in an effort to do better. So you just defaulting and saying, I'm a hop on it, but God will forgive me. I don't think is the right mindset. But I think like this is still different because, okay, there are people in relationships that don't live together that are having sex. It's so, still a sin. Oh, but this is what I'm saying. So what difference does it make if they living together and having sex? There is no difference. They're good. If they're in a relationship and you're not living, and you're not living together and you're having sex and you're in a relationship relationship and you're living together and having sex there's no difference sin wise between those okay but but for me i'm saying don't do it at all so i'm saying don't live together i know but sex. we're not but we're not talking about the sex part i'm saying though on both sides of living together and not living together you're having sex if you're having sex either way there is no difference if you're coming from a christian sin standpoint it's the same exact thing i don't know what we're debating because my debating is don't do the sin 
But the topic is the moving in part. And so that's why I'm saying there is no difference between those two things. I I, I, I'm, I will have to look in the Bible to get that source. Is living together before marriage a sin? I believe it is. But I'm going to look it up. But my point is, is, no, don't do it. If it is a sin, don't do it. Premarital sex is a sin. Don't do it. I mean, people going to do what they're going to do regardless. Right. But I mean... I'm an advocate of really putting your best foot forward, and that means keeping that cookie jar locked. And that means getting a rock on your finger before moving in. And see, we kind of different on that too, but that's probably a whole nother topic for a whole nother pub. Okay? That is just <laughs> Because we have different opinions on that. But to the moving in point, I just feel like when people come at it from a Christian perspective, I've never seen anywhere where it says that living together is a sin. And so that's why I'm like, if you're having sex outside, if you're not living together, you're having sex, and you're living together and you're having sex, it's the same thing. But can I say this? Yeah. Even you're saying it's the same thing. Does that mean it's right? No, I'm not saying it's right, but I'm saying it's no different. And just because someone's doing wrong doesn't necessarily mean that they want to do right. Because they may not be wrong from their perspective. Having sex before marriage isn't wrong to everyone. I'm for a person who supposedly believes in Christianity, you should feel something. I'm saying, as a Christian, you don't get to pick and choose what you believe in. Right. That's not what he wants. So if you're not religious, then do what you do. But if you're telling me... You're a child of God and you're doing your very best. Maybe you are. So, and that's your relationship with God. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying, you don't, that's not how it works. You don't get to pick and choose what what rules you want to listen to and what you don't. That's all I'm saying. And I see that, but this is my thing as well. That's between them and God if they picking and choosing. It's not for me to say, well, y'all need to be living with them, blah, blah, blah. That's between them and God. Whether or not they are picking and choosing what they see as sin. And so that's why I'm like, if it's between them and God, if they're going to have sex with not living together and living together. That's just between them and God. Like Absolutely. Yeah. But I, the point I was just trying to say, and it isn't about, you don't, you don't, you have to try to do everything. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Now, what you do, because I mean, I'm not free from sin. No one is. So mm-hmm. that's when it's like. The way you sin, I'm not going to judge you on that. Mm-hmm. I will hope that you're putting in effort to strengthen your relationship with God and to be more like him. And that means being less sinful in some regards. Mm-hmm. But that is your business. I'm just saying you can't pick and choose what part to believe in. That's right. not how he set it up. <laughs> well, I found something. Okay. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm reading. (laughs) She's looking up the reference to see whether or not it's a sin to live together before. That was just the holding music. (laughs) Before marriage. Okay, so it does say it does not make a a clear statement on whether living together before marriage is a sin. Boom. Skadoosh. So that's. But this is what I'm going to say. Nine times out of ten, if you're going to live with your mate, you probably will be intimate. And that, my friend, is a sin. Right. But so, people are doing that outside of relationships. And you anyway. shouldn't. Put a cap on it and be <laughs> married. So, there you go. And so, I just feel like the difference in your when you're having sex in a relationship, I feel like the difference is that you could be having sex in a relationship and people won't know. 
But when you're living together, people would just automatically assume that you're having well, sex. And so I feel like it's an external, for some people, it's an external view that you're, that you're um, having sex. It's like showing people that you're having sex. And I think that's what makes it so ugh, to people. And they're like, oh, you shacking up. Like, I feel like that's where that comes from is because people just automatically assume if you're living together, then you're having sex. Well, I'll say this. Um, a friend of mine does live with her mate. Mm-hmm. Um, and as they, as a couple, are trying to get closer with God, they stopped being intimate. Mm-hmm. So they do live together, but they're not intimate. See? Is that hard for them? Absolutely, I'm right. sure. But shout out to them for taking that seriously. And so that's where I does happen. Where some changes in you when you're with your mate and you're living together, it can be positive that you're both going through changes because. For them, that's a positive change, and that's making a step that they weren't making if when they weren't living together. Absolutely, and so that's why I'm saying I don't. I feel like living together before marriage is this big stigma when it shouldn't be because there are some positive things that can come out of it. Yeah, I'm still like <laughs> she's like I see what you're saying. No, but. I agree, and we we haven't answered that. It hasn't. It's not explicitly stated that living together before marriage is a sin. Mm-hmm. I feel like for me. I don't want to get in that habit and then you never marry me. Because then it's like, what do we need to get married for? Mm. Oh, life is great. Mm-hmm. That's why in the beginning I said half and half. It was more of, I'm not trying to be stuck. Mm-hmm. You're going to marry me, sir. But you don't get... I feel like as long as you make that known and make sure that that's clear, I feel like that comes back to communication. Absolutely. And let it be... Fr- I mean, I think everyone knows even... I'm not that, you know, everyone knows I want to be married. So that's, <laughs> that, that won't be an issue communicating that. But I still don't want to move in. We would have to be engaged and money would have to be put on the hall. We could have sleepovers. And that's another thing. You mentioned that people be over their houses every night. Mm-hmm. Couples. I'm really different. And while I would enjoy a, a sleepover, not every night. <laughs> please go home. I love you. Let me miss you. I don't. I. I don't want nobody. That's why I know I ain't ready for marriage because I got to live with you. I, I don't want nobody in my house every single night. Right. Maybe like every other. Maybe like three nights a week. <laughs> I feel like we need space. So yeah. So I think. Okay, I think we cover everything on the moving in before marriage from every perspective young old religious not religious the time frame (laughs) (laughs) you think we missed anything with living together before marriage oh we even talked about the financial part of it we did Mm -hmm. we talked about everything so at the end of the day we here at good girls behaving badly say follow your heart right Make sure it's the right reason. Feel good about your decision. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, live your life. Right. you only get one. Right, right, right. Um, and so that's pretty much our topic for today. But I just also wanted to talk some talk about some of the other things that we'll bring up in future podcasts. Um, we are both black. I don't know if you guys knew that before now. <laughs> Sorry if you didn't. <laughs> um, but... So one of the things that we're trying to do is make sure that we're supporting black businesses more. So we're going to try to periodically go to a black business, a black restaurant, talk about it on the show, kind of give a little review about it so you guys can go support it as well. And so that will be something that we talk about every now and again. And we also have segments. One is called Who's Loving You? And 
And that's like the self-love mm-hmm. portion. So I'll come to you with like little tidbits or quotes to help you get through the week or maybe something we're struggling through that we want to talk about right. that can maybe help you in what you're going through. All right. And then we also have another segment called F Your Friends Advice. And so we're basically going to be keeping it real with you. Like, because, you know, sometimes your friends are going to be gentle with you about how they give you advice. And sometimes you just need somebody to really keep it real with you. I was actually just talking to one of my good friends about that today. Like, sometimes you need somebody to make you cry because it's not getting through your head. Ooh. It's true. Okay. It's, it's so true because sometimes you need someone to just give you the hard, honest truth. You don't need no softness about it, no nothing. Because they may have been giving you the soft lessons pre- before and you were still making mistakes and still complaining about it mm. so sometimes you need that person to just give you the blunt honest facts truth and help you out to tell you what you need to do to get to the goal that you want to get to i think the blunt honest is just my go-to when you <laughs> said that i was like i think i always do that um aren't you so lucky to have a friend like me yeah i didn't like the way you said that <laughs> You should have been way more excited. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Um, and so this has been our first episode of Good Girls Behaving Badly. Thank you for listening. Give comments, reviews, send in questions. If you want, you can send in anonymous questions for the F Your Friends Advice segment. If you would like to read our blog, follow us on Instagram. We both have personal Instagram. Shanae's is... I'm Shanae. <laughs> Double underscore. And mine is Tale of Two Cities. And the city part is not spelled like a city. It's S-Y-D-D-I-E-S. Maybe we'll put it on the bio or something so y'all can see it. It'll probably be there. You could just click it. And like she said, go to our blog. It's going to be goodgirlsbehavingbadly.com. Whoop, whoop. So thank you for listening. And we'll talk to you next week.